Today, you're going to learn about time capsules. In neuroscience, we call them nodal networks. In trauma-informed therapy, we call them parts. And the solution, somatographic imagery. Have you ever felt like a part of you is anxious and no matter how much logic, analysis, CBT, therapy, and self-convincing you attempt, it doesn't change how this part feels? You're stuck in an endless battle against yourself and you don't know how to get out. But there's an answer. And that answer is to stop circumventing the root of your anxiety to go straight to the time capsule and to work directly with the part that is crying out. And babes, this works. Originally created as an exclusive masterclass for my Anxiety Breakthrough members, I was seeing so much transformation that I decided it was time to set this free into the world. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Kane a naturopathic doctor with a master's in clinical psychology and in former anxiety sufferer turned anxiety freedom rebel. You are in the right place to get one of, if not the most effective tools to stop anxiety in its tracks. We're going to dive right in so you get the most out of our time together. And at the end, I'll make sure that you have access to more help if you need it. I'm Dr. Nicole Kane, and I've been helping people get to the root cause of their anxiety for over a decade. We do this by addressing the root cause of why you're experiencing anxiety to begin with. As a former anxiety sufferer myself, I realize that there's an extreme amount of urgency that comes with anxiety and you need to get results right away. That totally makes sense. That's the reason I'm so excited to share this four-step somatographic imagery with you today. It's a tool that you can implement immediately, which provides relief right now. That would be helpful, right? And a bonus is it helps to retrain your brain the more you use it. Make sense? This process will help you right away when you need it, and the more you use it, the more effective it will become because you're literally rewriting new neural networks into your brain. If you're seeing the power in this, tell your brain yes, so we can start to dive in and making these new changes right now. Thank you so much for joining me. What do you say we get started? I'm gonna switch the video off now so you can see what I built for you. Are you ready? Just in case you're thinking this won't work for me, I want to acknowledge that doubt is normal and anxiety exacerbates doubt so you can relax into learning this process. Here's one quick story of a highly anxious woman with some pretty extreme symptoms that had success with the process you're learning in this masterclass. Amy grew up working for her father, who owned an accounting firm. He dealt with extreme rage, and if Amy made even the smallest mistake, he would verbally berate and physically assault her. Pretty scary, right? After her father passed, she took over the family business, and her anxiety took over her life emotionally, physically, and even intellectually. Seriously. And at the age of 35, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that caused tumors to form all over her body. Stop to think for a second. 
Do you have any physical manifestations of your anxiety like Amy? Maybe muscle tension or that feeling that your stomach is in knots, or maybe you lose sleep or feel jittery or easily overwhelmed. For me, it's always my heart's pounding and my body experiences these flushes of heat. Well, Amy came to my office looking for help. Pretty admirable that she reached out for help, isn't it? That takes bravery and an openness to change. Amy suffered from debilitating panic attacks, self-criticism, and chronic health issues that worsened with her emotional state. Her anxiety interfered with her relationships, and she was desperately lonely. She knew that if this kept going, she'd never have the confidence to get out and date, she'd lose the business, and she was afraid she'd eventually succumbed to her autoimmune disease. I'd be afraid of that too, wouldn't you? She dreamt of being the top accounting firm serving her community. She wanted to have a family and she wanted to contribute to humanity in a way that she knew she was made to. Pretty impressive that she held on to this vision, even with all of her distracting symptoms, right? And I am happy to report that Amy's life has radically shifted for the better using what I'm going to teach you right now. I'm going to hold off revealing the details of our happy ending because I want you to get started learning the process immediately since we have so little time together in this training. For now, just know that if this worked for her very extreme case, it can work for you too. We'll finish her story later, I promise. Sound good? Are you ready to learn the process? Here's what I'm committed to providing for you today while we're together. First, I'm going to give you an overview of the larger framework for alleviating anxiety for good. This will help the logical part of your brain see the big picture so you can relax into absorbing this helpful process. Second, I'm going to give you a step-by-step process called somatic graphic imagery to use when anxiety strikes so you can get to the root cause and address it right away. My goal is to empower you with a new option something different than the medications or self-sabotaging that most anxiety sufferers tend to choose. Sound good? The last thing, I will show you a game changer that has helped my clients navigate their journey away from chronic anxiety back to peace. In case you need a little extra help while you're rewiring your brain and shifting your current automatic response to anxiety. Again, I want to reassure you now that change is possible. If you're here dreading your next panic attack or fearing that the persistent feeling of anxiety will never fade, you're not alone. You're in the right place, and this is your access to create a new relationship to anxiety. If I have it all my way a month from now, any anxious thought will not be any more upsetting than an alarm. How will we make this drastic shift? Think of it like this. When you know what an alarm means, it's not scary, right? When cookies are done baking in the oven, we hear the timer alarm on the stove. When it's time to wake up, an alarm might sound on our phone or an alarm clock. But when the body's natural alarm system sounds with feelings and thoughts that cause us to feel anxious, we can literally feel like death is coming for us if we don't have the tool to unlock the hitting meaning and get to the good stuff, like fresh hot cookies or a brand new day of life. 
That scary panic feeling is really efficient and action motivating if a tiger is actually after us. But unless you're running a jungle safari and tigers are a part of your day-to-day reality, the process is probably not very helpful. And what you're going to learn today is going to change your life. It will literally translate panic into purpose by decoding messages our wise body send us about our day-to-day life so that we can make it better and more enjoyable and more in line with our purpose. I call that living the life your soul is on fire for because you're lit up and living the life you choose. When we're done today, my commitment is that anxiety shifts from scary or debilitating to as helpful as the beeper timing that lets you know the chocolate chip cookies are ready. Are you interested in that? If so, say yes to yourself or in the chat to engage your mind in this life-changing conversation. Okay? Before we dive into this powerful process, you need to know that it is one tool from one section of the ACT method, a three-part framework I use to resolving my clients' challenges that contribute to anxiety. Since we're fast-forwarding to use a tool from the second part of the ACT method, it's important to have context. Here is a quick, simplified overview of the ACT method. Are you ready? We always start by acknowledging what we're going through. All too often, we're taught to buck up, get over it, shove it down, or that as grown-ups, we should be able to navigate around issues with little or no support. You've seen this, yes? Well, here's the thing. The body has a natural cycle for dealing with things from a minor annoyance to a serious trauma, and we can't skip this step of acknowledgement because it will leave a sort of stress residue that causes reoccurring problems later. Does that make sense to you? That's why the first step in both the ACT method and in the somatographic imagery process you're learning today is always to acknowledge what is going on. You'll see that the step one is called AWARE. That's acknowledging, right? Doesn't it make sense that we have to be present to things first before we react? Once we're clear about what we're feeling, the next step in the ACT method is to understand all of the characters at play. By characters, I mean all of the contributing factors. That can mean simple factors like how much sleep we did or did not have, if we're stressed, if we're hungry, all the way up to the more complicated players like hormones or neurochemicals or even our genetic factors. Can you see the importance at looking at all of the characters involved? Finally, after we've acknowledged what's going on with ourselves, we've examined the cast of characters participating in our drama, then and only then can we choose the right tools to transcend the problem. After over a decade of helping my clients heal from everything from chronic anxiety to extreme trauma, I've got an almost infinite set of tools for you from clinical psychology to naturopathic solutions and even Eastern medicine and other alternative modalities. The somatic graphic imagery process you're learning today is a tool from the cast of characters section of the ACT method. Now that I've shown you the ACT method that's behind this process, What do you say we get to it? You'll want to pick a challenge that you'd like to address. So let's do a quick inventory. You can note your answers in the workbook I provided for you, or you can mindfully write them down in your thoughts. 
Let's start with an inventory of how stress and overwhelm is affecting you right now. Then you can pick a challenge to focus on so you can practice the process on a real life situation. Wouldn't it be awesome to walk away from this training, not only with the skill to use the process, but also with less, or maybe even no anxiety about something that's currently stressing you out. That would be nice, right? Okay. Let's get real with yourself right now. How is anxiety getting in the way of you living your life? Is it interfering with your job, your relationships, your goals? Have you acknowledged stressful events in your life or shoved them down or masked them with prescription drugs or without doing the self-work? Does any situation or scenario or challenge stand out to you? Is there something rubbing you the wrong way that you'd like to change? Do you have a challenge that causes a gap between who you know you could be and who you are right now? Pick something that is impacting how you are with your partner, your community, your family, or your friends, okay? Did you come up with frustrations that you can address as we go through the process? Take a minute to reflect about this. Get real with yourself and journal in your workbook about what's really going on right now. That's going to be your starting point today. And we can't get to a new destination unless we know where we're starting from, right? It's hard to plan a route to Vegas if we don't know what city we're starting from. This is simply acknowledging your starting point. That's way different than accepting it as something that will be true forever. Make sense? You can tell that you've picked a good challenge to practice on if you're frustrated about it now and if you have some fear about what will happen if this stays the same or, God forbid, gets worse. What's the cost of this frustration hanging around in your life? Since you're here with me, it is safe to assume that you're not cool with this sticking around and that you'd like to shift for the better, right? Okay, so let's try the somatographic imagery on this pesky problem. Are you ready? Let's do this. What we're going to do today, the process of somatic graphic imagery is all about giving you quick access to feeling calm and relaxed in your mind and body, even when anxiety is looming in the wings. Somatic graphic imagery gets its name from combining the Greek word for the body or soma and graphic, which simply means picture or visual representation. So just from the name, you can predict that we'll be decoding anxiety in the body using visualizations, right? But what proof do we have that visualizations have any real power? Let's tackle that by looking at an amazing study with pianists conducted by a researcher named Pascual Leon. He used brain imaging to study brain changes in two groups of pianists. The first group learned a musical piece by practicing on a piano. The second group merely played the simple piece of music in their heads, holding their hands still while imagining how they would move their fingers. What scientists found was that week after week of practice, the stretch of motor cortex in the brain devoted to these finger movements took over surrounding areas like dandelions on a suburban lawn showing that the greater the demand of a particular muscle causes the brain to devote more cortical real estate to it. But that's not the amazing part. 
What was so groundbreaking was that there is no difference in the brain changes between the group that played an actual piano and the group that imagined it. Pascal Leon demonstrated the ability of mere thought to alter the physical structure and function of our gray matter in our brains. What does this mean for you? It means that you can literally change your brain by simply imagining your brain is changed. I want to say that again, because this is so cool. It means that you can literally change your brain by simply imagining your brain is changed. This, my love, is the foundation of somatographic imagery. Do you see the power available to you if you learn how to harness it? Here are the four steps of somatographic imagery. First, we awaken to the emotions and physical sensations in the body. That's a strong form of acknowledgement, right? Second, we gain a deeper level of insight about what is underneath the anxious emotions and physical sensations by noticing images, thoughts, and memories that come up. This is how we start to translate anxious thoughts and start to understand the danger our brain and body suspects and wants to protect us from. And third, we will empower with a simple strategy to releasing negative images, thoughts, and memories, which will reduce symptoms of anxiety. In other words, we communicate back to the body that there's no real tiger and we have options for dealing with the perceived threat. And the fourth step is to renew and replace the anxious script with a new target of your choosing. This is essential because nature abhors a vacuum. We can't take something away without replacing it with something else. It's a simple law of nature. This will make a lot more sense as we put it into action. So what do you say we just do it? As we look at this awaken piece, I need to make one clear distinction and is that you are not your anxiety. You're not anxious. Your anxiety is only a part. You'll hear me talk about this as parts work inside my courses because anxiety, just like fear and panic, is just one part of you. And I need for us to start separating you from the emotions that swoop in and overwhelm. We can't let them take the wheel and we can't let them be the director or producer of our stories. And so it may feel like you are an anxious ball of a hot mess when anxiety happens, but the truth is that it is not you. It's only a part of you. Now it's time for the first step. Awaken to your story. This is about paying attention to the story I have going on around me right now and what's making me anxious. So what is the main thing that makes you feel like an anxious person? There's a thorn in your side. Let's pull that thorn out and look at it. To begin, Find a safe, quiet, comfortable place where you will not be interrupted. You may sit up, lay down, whatever feels right. And at any time, you may discontinue the exercise. Because remember, dearest, this is about you. And first, I want you to notice your internal environment. We have different thorns on our sides at different times in our lives. But right now, There is one part of us that we need to wake up to. So notice your internal environment and ask yourself, what's troubling me? What obstacles am I coming up against? 
what negative emotions am I experiencing right now? Allow the main thing to float to the surface. For today, this is the main thing you're going to work on. What do you notice? Do you have any concepts or theories about this image? What does this represent to you? Allow yourself to be the observer of the target you selected. With grace, love, and acceptance, notice what your body has to say. Getting into the moment with your body will help you identify your somatographic imagery target. What kinds of physical sensations do you notice? Pick the most bothersome or intense feeling. Describe the sensation in detail in your workbook. And if you need more time, you can download the recording of this webinar and pause it at any time. But I want you to notice where the sensation is located in your body. Is it heavy or light? How big is it? What would you compare it to? What is its texture? Is it silky or smooth, sleek or rough? What is it made of? Is it still or moving quickly or slowly? What temperature is this feeling? What color is it? Bright, dark, multicolored, a single color? Is it soft or hard? If it could hold water, how much would it carry? What else do you notice? Notice images, memories, and thoughts that emerge as these chapters are being opened. Who was there? What was going on? What did you see there? What was said? Where are you in this image? What is around you? When do you place this image? How old were you? As you become more awakened to your target emotion and the physical sensations that accompany it, you are activating different parts of your brain. The more deeply rooted this is, the more triggered you may be, and the deeper the work that may need to be done. Is this the first time you felt this way, or is this an older feeling? Often you will find that an earlier part of you will feel affected by the circumstance or that this circumstance is triggering the emotions of an earlier age of yourself. Are there any parts of yourself or ages that feel disturbed or upset? Often our earlier parts feel powerless and without a voice. And when we're caught up in a trigger, we are often actually evoking a younger part of ourself who has an unresolved experience due to a disturbing memory. Give your earlier part a voice now. You may say the following words out loud or simply think them silently. I am listening and you are safe. Share with me your needs. Honor and validate that emotion that your younger self is sharing with you in this moment. As you do so, begin to slowly tap left and right, alternating on each leg. Breathe and listen. This will take us to phase two, which is insight. I want to just ask you to lean in and trust that whatever is going on here is just a communication or a signal from our bodies about some things that we may have been too busy to deal with or that we shoved down or didn't have the time or space to deal with. What we resist persists, love, but trust that together with a process and in a safe format, it's okay for us to pause and listen to these messages, right? 
They're just an alarm notifying us of something our brain and body thinks that we need protection from. So let's shift gears and get some insight from this darn thing. It probably just wants to be heard. And we're going to trust that if it's got a good message for us and gain some insight, that that can lead to healing. Are you ready to do that? We're going to ask this part some questions that I've seen work over the years. Be the observer. With grace and love and acceptance, notice. What does your part have to say? What thoughts and opinions do you have about this memory? What unmet needs does this part have? What feelings come up for you? What was important to you back then? Do you have any concepts or theories? And what does this represent to you? Phase three is all about empowerment. Okay, we just gathered all of this insight and we just heard and finally listened to this part. We were present with it, and now with all of this insight, I want to empower you to tell a new story. We just unleashed this thing together. We recognized it and listened to what it had to say. And now it's my turn to say in return. Oh, wow. I totally see what you're saying. Look at you for looking out for me. You have some valid points, and what you're concerned about makes total sense to me. I'm sorry I haven't been listening to you. I'm sorry I've kept you in a box, and thanks for coming out. Let's look at how we can address your concerns and make this right. Let's get on the same side together. Instead of being at odds with the little part that came out of the box, you can actually align with that part. Say to your part, We are now on the same side. I'm not fighting with you or trying to suppress you anymore. We're joining together so that I can assuage your fears. Let's tackle this together. After all of my years doing this, I found that there is a four-step process that is an efficient way to get on the same side of the thoughts that are really troubling us. I'm going to walk you through these now. Here are what the four steps are. Step one is to request permission. Step two is to offer a statement of hope. Step three is to honor the part. And the last step, step four, is to share your strengths and your desires with your part. Here's an example from my life. Recently, I got anxious on a flight where there was turbulence and it triggered a feeling of powerlessness. Sometimes it's so much easier to try to distract or suppress my emotions but I reminded myself to practice what I preach. So I noticed the feelings of anxiety, where they were in my body, and what the sensations were like and what images and thoughts and memories came up. I realized the intense anxiety was my heart racing. It was crushing my chest, squeezing my throat. There were flushes of heat. And these were old feelings from when I was a kid. A memory came up from a time when my dad was in the military and had moved to Japan for work. My mom, myself, and my younger brother had to leave our home, our friends, my school, everything familiar, and move to a new city to live with relatives. The strongest character in my story would go missing, and I didn't understand why, 
And my mom, she was scared and worried all the time. And my baby brother was missing out on our dad. And I didn't know how to fix any of it. This part emerged to try to protect me. It made me hypervigilant and wanted to control my environment. This part wanted to protect my mom and take care of my brother in lieu of my dad not being there. I realized that when I was on that airplane and when everything fell out of control as the plane bounced along air pockets, that my inner child was totally freaking out. And that freaking out part did not make the plane any safer. I realized I'm not a pilot. I can't land the plane any safer, but I can send my energy to the city where I am landing and center myself in the future that I really want instead of settling myself into a state where I'm miserable. That's the thing with trauma in our parts. They're locked in time and do not realize that our circumstances have changed and time has passed. That's why I call them time capsules. They continue on doing their jobs, trying to protect us, but in the process, they can make us even more miserable. I needed my part to know that I can control my life and my choices as an adult, and that now I have people in my life who I can lean on, and I have a partner who can take care of me, and I'm no longer a child who has no control. But that afraid child part still lives inside of me, and she needs reassurance. To show you the four steps To show you the four steps in action, here's the conversations I had with that scared part of me that showed up on the plane. Current self to the emerged part or the anxious part. Requesting permission may look like this. I ask my inner child, would you allow me to handle the situation and to use my resources and my supports to deal with this in the now? And here's what the statement of hope may look like. I will allow you part to feel safe, protected, and harbored by me. And here's how I honored the part. I know you didn't get to feel this when you were younger. You did not have the resources that I have now. And this is where we share our strengths and our desires with our part. But I want you to know that I see you. I am an adult now. I am in charge. I have a lot of experiences and resources to draw upon me to help me in this stressful circumstance. I want you to loosen your grip on the need to control the airplane. I want you to stop trying to help me control the situation. I want you to put down your sense of control and strong emotion that is attempting to dominate my current feelings. Allow me, who is right here, to protect you. Relax while I slowly but surely move ahead and deal with this stressful and difficult experience. The fifth step is to embody the shift and bring the body into alignment with what we are cognitively expressing. Now, we're having this conversation and everything is working logically and our emotions may be tuning into the change, but what about our sweaty palms, rapid heart, heavy breathing? Now let's get this shift fully into our body. I have a whole tool chest for you of ways to do this, but let's just try this one. For today, I'd like to have you place your hands on your thighs and slowly and gently tap left and right, left and right. Imagine you're surrounded by a white light. You may continue tapping as you go through this next step. 
inhale. As you inhale through your nose, imagine pulling that white light deeply into your lungs and then mindfully watch as your lungs press that light into the presence of discomfort. Surround that part, fill it with light and empathy, love and warmth. As the light penetrates that spot in your body, notice how it becomes ever so slightly less dense, less heavy, less sticky and less large. And then exhale, breathing out any darkness or discomfort, artifacts from the spot in your body. Watch it turn to glitter as it merges with the bright light surrounding you and repeat. Each inhale, pull in light and warmth and each exhale, push out darkness and pain. Repeat this for several moments until you feel complete. Give your part permission to let go even just a little bit. And then put your hands on your heart and say, I've got this. You can trust me. And when you feel ready, and when your parts feel ready, we will begin the process of renewal. Now that we're grounded, we can write a new story. Today, let's draft up a new story for whatever came up for you. But know that we can work together to rewrite storylines for any pain points that are continuing to affect your life. Doesn't that sound amazing? In the Anxiety Breakthrough Program, Create Your Happily Ever After with the ACT Method, we get to do this for your overall life story. All of the thorns in your side get to be cleaned up, but not just one, all of your thorns. And better yet, you develop the techniques to deal with any new thorns or slivers or even swords that come your way. You develop the skills to use anxiety in the way it was intended, as an alarm system, not as an everyday state of being that taxes your nervous system, your body, and your happiness. I want you to know that as we go into the next section, that I want us to remove that sliver that came up for you today. Sound good? Somatographic imagery gives you the space to notice your mind, notice your body, and acknowledge your many beautiful parts to create space for physical and emotional healing. And somatographic imagery allows you to install a new story arc. The last phase of the somatographic imagery process is renew. Remember the piano story? You can mindfully change your messages to your cells, the connections between the neurons in your brain and the structure of your brain and your life. As you look at that thorn that came up for you today, ask yourself, how would you like to feel about that memory that came up for you? Sometimes when our parts don't have clear direction on where to go, they push forward based on old habits, but you get to decide how you want to feel and how you respond to this thorn. Words that I often use when creating my desired state in my own work include accepting, empowered, grateful, detached, loving. Are you ready? Continue breathing, but this time, breathe in your desired state, your desired feelings. Imagine how your body may feel. Imagine lightness in your chest. Imagine warmth surrounding you like a hug. Breathe it all in. Confidence, joy, 
love, safety, and peace. Breathe in a soul on fire, happy, aligned with purpose. Take your time with this step. Allow a smile to form at your lips. Notice your shoulders as they relax. Notice your tongue relax to the floor of your mouth. Notice your clear and peaceful breath. Spend at least 30 seconds in this state memory. If you're ready to dig deeper, you may go back to the original memory and notice what else comes up. Going back to the beginning of the somatographic imagery process and following the four steps to see what else emerges and what other work needs to be done is true deep healing work. And just remember, it takes practice. You might not master it all at once. Otherwise, if you'd rather dwell in this bliss, let's go visit our protective box, otherwise known as the memory trunk. Love, I want you to know I am so proud of you. It's not easy to hold the space for our anxious parts, and it's definitely not easy to do the deep work that truly transforms. As we come to the last chapter for today, I want to teach you a technique that allows us to intentionally set aside the work we've been doing so we can rest. Believe it or not, your brain will continue to heal and reprocess after the work is done. So close your eyes and notice your body. Notice how it feels differently than it did at the beginning of our session today. And I want you to acknowledge your hard work and acknowledge that you are worthy of freedom. Imagine at your feet, there's a protective trunk. It can be made of any material that you wish, any size, whatever it is, is just right. We're going to place the things that we worked on today inside of this protective trunk so that you can walk away from this work with clear, calm thoughts and a sense of rest. Notice in your body any thoughts or images, feelings or areas of discomfort, and draw the breath into these parts. And as you exhale, imagine exhaling them into your protective trunk. Bring your mindful awareness to your thoughts. Inhale. And then exhale the thoughts into your protective trunk. And finally, bring your awareness to your heart. Take a nice deep breath in and exhale any tension, any stress, or any grief into your protective trunk. Take another moment to notice any other areas of your body that need attention. And as you identify them, draw the breath into that part of your body and exhale everything into your protective trunk. And when you feel complete, Imagine yourself closing the lid and mindfully place it somewhere for safekeeping. And when you feel complete, I want you to open your eyes. Do you remember Amy? I promised to tell you how this worked miracles for her, right? She came to me looking for help with anxiety and panic attacks. She got that and a whole lot more. We used somatographic imagery to get to the bottom of her anxiety, and she gained the insight that she had literally embodied the abuse of her father, and when he died, she began to abuse herself, both mentally and physically. Somatographic imagery empowered her to change her story, 
And amazingly, as her anxiety began to disappear, so did the tumors. Amy was never the same since. With confidence, she never knew living inside of her. She transformed her business and doubled her revenue in the first year. More confident in her body, she began to date and ultimately found the love of her life. This tool that you just experienced was just one of the ways Amy and I worked together to turn the page. I'm sharing. I'm sharing Amy's story as opposed to the hundreds of others because Amy had been living with anxiety for so long. It was in the background every day and it was stealing the stage more days than she cared to admit. So, as we worked together to rewire her brain and write new stories about old patterns that were no longer serving her, she needed a little help. She needed some support in the form of supplements to get her fried nervous system calm enough to do all the kinds of self-care, exploration, and work to heal. Does that make sense? Essentially, her nervous system had been the boy who cried wolf, constantly in panic, crying out daily, if not hourly, for help from the impending doom. Let me ask you, how long have you been dealing with stress, overwhelm, anxiety, do you think your system has been affected by the constant pressure and demands? Has it worn on you? Has it depleted your brain and body? As you might imagine, I see people whose systems are depleted from the constant chaos and stress from our modern lifestyles. While I arm my patients with strategies, techniques, and tools to heal, many of them still need supplemental support while we make the healthy transitions into perspectives that bring us back into alignment with our purpose so that we can be the best versions of ourselves. There's no shame in needing a little support for our beautiful bodies and minds while we do this kind of soul healing work, right? We wouldn't judge a patient for needing an IV while a medical team gets them healthy enough to eat and drink on their own, would we? Of course not. We want interim solutions that make the outcomes we want more likely to occur, right? And that's why I worked with an exclusive practitioner-only nutraceutical supplier to formulate the support that we need as we transition from high anxiety to living the life with our souls on fire for our purpose and passions. It's called Calm On Command, introducing a fast-acting symptom-suppression combination of supplements that also reduces the likelihood of future episodes once it's established in the body for over six weeks. Common Command has six key superpowers that I needed my clients to have. Number one, it stops heart palpitations. Number two, it relieves restlessness. Number three, it actually counteracts stress-related weight gain. Number four, it quickly calms muscles and reduces body pains and tension from anxiety and stress. Number five, it eases persistent, nagging, repetitive, and intrusive thought patterns. And number six, it does all of this without slowing down brain function and without fogginess or low energy. Sounds too good to be true, right? The Calm on Command Bundle is a popular bridge for clients who use the nine-week anxiety breakthrough program to successfully transition from living a life in overdrive with all of that cortisol stress hormone bombarding them daily 
to the centered versions of themselves that they choose to be. Because I've seen this bundle make so much of a difference for participants in the program, I feel confident that this will help you if you need a little extra support as you use the tools like the somatographic imagery process you learned today to get stress and anxiety under control and get your life going your way. Doesn't it make sense to have the support if you need it? We've covered some big stuff today. You've been given a process to effectively shift out of anxiety. You can now get a clear idea of what your body and brain is alarmed about. You can listen, become aware, and understand. You can empower yourself with new thoughts and stories so that you have a renewed and refreshed perspective. This is a completely different paradigm, one that produces drastically different outcomes. And you are now a part of this shift, and that means that you can be free from anxiety. You can have the tools to get to the root cause of why you feel the way you feel. You can win the battle against anxiety and join the thousands who've sent anxiety backstage. You have options to supercharge your progress. Today, you learned the four-step process of somatographic imagery and took a huge step towards the life you were meant to live. I created Calm on Command because my mission is to get you results as quickly as possible. If I told you I could help you send anxiety backstage and give you the tools to live a life where anxiety is only a distant memory, would you take me up on it? If so, here's what I want you to do. First, bookmark this webinar and practice the somatographic imagery technique. Remember the piano players? They change their brains simply through imagination, and this tool has been proven to stop anxiety in its tracks. Number two, order Calm On Command by going to www.calmoncommand.me. And number three, make sure to take advantage of all our free resources by checking out our podcasts, our blogs, our webinars, our courses, and our free and private community by going to www. DrNicoleKane.com. Thank you so much for joining me. And here's to your next chapter. The recording you just listened to consists of the personal opinions of Dr. Nicole Kane, a naturopathic doctor with a master's in clinical psychology. While these opinions are based upon literature, her counseling education, medical training, and clinical experience, this content should not be viewed as the definitive opinion on these subjects. Listening to this podcast is not a substitute for any sort of medical, psychological, or other form of treatment. If you are in a crisis, please call 911 or call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255. If you're in need of counseling, don't hesitate to make an appointment with a counselor in your area. Dr. Nicole Kane is so passionate about people getting their life back. If this resonates with you and you think this podcast would help someone you love, please share it with them. 
Stay in the conversation with Dr. Nicole Kane about writing the next chapter of your life so that it plays out just the way you want it. Explore your options for working with her at www.drnicolecain.com. That's Dr. D-R, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, Kane, C-A-I-N.com. When you're there, be sure to take advantage of the free Anxiety Freedom One Week Challenge. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Get Your Life Back podcast. Podcast. Here's to your next chapter.